So, folks, um, welcome back. Uh, what a what a performance tonight! I have to say, I did not expect to see what I saw tonight. Um, it that was, that was just and that was a full flow. That was a good side, a, a good attacking team. Um, yeah, all, all all positives from that one, I think. Yeah, it's like we. I felt like we've said this like a hundred times now. Without sound like repeating ourselves, but it's like roller coaster, loose roller coaster, like you said. <laughs> but yeah, I had thought maybe about six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, we turned a corner of inconsistency. Right, this large corner <laughs> that we've been trying to turn for seven years now. Uh, it's bigger than the bleeding roundabout. Um, what's that roundabout in Germany? I can't think of the name of it, but uh, like. I keep thinking we're there. I'm like, oh yeah, it's great. And like we've said it on this podcast a few times, like just keep rolling on, keep the momentum. And obviously the last few weeks it's gone a bit belly up. And the inconsistencies crept back in again. And they like tonight's mm-hmm. another example. It's just if they turn up tonight, totally different side, this like slick football, quick pass and Taking the chances to a certain degree, we'll go, we'll get into that a little bit more in a few minutes. But I just don't. It's it, it's actually it's as much positive, and I'm happy. But it's almost frustrating too. I don't know like if if you get that too, because like you're thinking like if we can put that performance in tonight, why can't we do that against West Brom? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a big. Big emphasis has to go on starting lineup. I, the, 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 we, we, we spoke about it last episode. The partnership of Lindelof and Maguire was broken up. Um, yeah, that's happy to see. Yeah, um, we finally got what we wanted a Henderson, Bailey, Maguire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but still, to be honest with you. I wouldn't be mad on Maguire, but still, I think he works better in that three. I think the communication seems to be better. It seems to be more just looks yeah. sturdy. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, it's, I don't know, I think I, the, the dynamic between Lindelof and Maguire is just, is just, I don't know what Maguire does when he plays alongside, I mean, I think Maguire had a bit more of a, a football head on him, if that makes sense. He was he looked a bit more calculated in what he's doing. He wasn't trying to do too much because he knew Bali could do the yeah. chase and could do the warrior yeah. side of it. That's the thing. Like we said it about the village and Fred. And I keep going back and looking back and comparing mm. to like everybody to different players, but it's the yin and the yang thing. Like you can't have two. Like I think Maguire and Lindelof are two stuck in the mud to quote Conor McGregor. <laughs> like they're two stuck in the mud to players. Like they don't have pace. They don't have any tone of pace at all either. Of them. They have good aspects. Yeah. Listen, we wouldn't have paid eighty million for Maguire if he hadn't. I know we give him some stick, but he he has got some good qualities about him. But it's only if you can kind of blend it with somebody else. That does the stuff that he can't do, which I think Bailey does. But for some fucking reason, he keeps sticking with Lindelof. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't... didn't read much. I don't know whether you might have information on this, but 
like I read on a few things, oh Bailey, like if it was actually the people commenting and stuff, because people were giving out like we were, why isn't Bailey, why is Bailey on the team? They were saying Bailey is injured, but I don't remember reading anything. Now I could be totally wrong there, but he was in the panel for the FA Cup game. Or uh, was it no, sorry, the, the weekend against West Brom, he was in the panel, but wasn't used. So I don't know. Is he just been dropped? Was he just I don't know. Well, I, I will say the same um, in, in a similar sense. Because I picked up on that with uh, Mata. One, one of the uh, commentators today had turned around and said, oh, Mata's reason for not been playing lately was he was just away or something like that. I'm like, he's been away? in every training. He, he's been away. and But he's been in every training photo they've posted. Yeah, he, where's he gone? Like he just disappeared. Him and another one that just comes in, does the business, disappears. We keep we're, we're as big as fans at the moment. Fucking Dan James. I was gonna say, I was I, I wanted to pinpoint him tonight. What a fucking performance! And it, it, I wanted to relate that back to West Brom because they knew the crack. They knew two substitutions we made. Two fucking subs we made against West Brom. And the subs we brought on were Greenwood and fucking Donny van der Beek. Donny van der Beek, you, you'd be better off bringing on uh, van der Sar and pulling him up front or something because <laughs> do you want me to imagine? <laughs> like, the fellas shot, listen, we're not going to get back to him again because we wasted too much airtime on him, but like, his confidence is shot. What's the point? That he's not going to change the game at the moment. Fair enough, Greenwood, but no. like you said, why? Where was Dan James? Well, see, this he was is away. Thing, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking, fucking Dubai or something. Some of themselves, but it sounds like that. We, we yeah, we, we we fucking mistook him and we stuck on Stan James. Fucking. <laughs> I just played your bet. I just don't know. Like, I don't think there was that wrong with baby. No. I just think he likes right, Lindelof okay. Maguire, which is he's the only fucking person in the world who actually likes that pair. I was going to say, I, yeah, I, I can't wrap my head around Bailey. Like he's our best defender, in my opinion. Um, yes, he does get injured quite often, so very possibly he picked up a nail or something like that, but not like he's been there. It wasn't no, publicised anyway. Maybe I'll have to go and see if I can dig no. something out, but it wasn't well publicised. Like it was all over the place this week that Cavani was injured, so I knew quite well he wasn't going to be playing tonight. Much said about Bailey, so that may led me to believe like he's just not playing. Which again tonight makes you think why? Like, um, I just I just don't understand. And watch we play the weekend, it'll be fucking Lindelof McGuire. <laughs> they remind me of the two lads in the Muppets sitting, you know, the two L lads sitting up, up in the, <laughs> over the rafters. That's what they remind me of. Pair of them. I was going to say, yeah, it's, it's it's such a bad pairing. I mean, of of the of the top, well, what they're saying now is the top six. Without doubt, you can name their partnerships, centre back partnerships, like. It's something we we have an obvious two, but it's just a shit two. 
like it's Maguire and Lindelof and I swear to God I mean you, you think about our game coming up soon against City and all this. I mean I myself would run rings around them two numbies yeah no it like it it's not it's not a good I, I had said it possibly individually they're they're good just not together not together it's like yeah you don't go like pairing like if you if you've got like a sandwich you're not going putting Nutella <laughs> and fucking roast chicken together do you know what I'm saying <laughs> uh, Christ Something's just re- don't we have- work together we have to rebrand this podcast into some sort of culinary fucking <laughs> we just keep bringing roast chicken for some reason though. <laughs> Yeah, no, I do get your point. That, and that's actually a very good point to make. Yeah, you don't you don't put roast chicken and Nutella on the sandwich. It's just some more. No, um, <laughs> they just don't work. But like, the thing about um, it is, he keeps sticking with these decisions. That's, and that's what's going to be his downfall, in my view. Like that's why at the end of the season we're going to be looking at it. I think and saying what could have been rather than what actually happened, because we're sipping up. Like even when, if you think back. We were papering over the cracks, like the results that we were getting, the good results, looking at the run we had. We were going goals behind and coming back. But that can't last forever, yeah. and it puts too much pressure then on the team that they have to go out and score like two, three, four goals every match. You can't do that. Yeah. So if they don't step up to the mark, like against West Brom or Sheffield United or Liverpool or Arsenal, and they don't put the chances away... <sighs> We're getting caught out then because the defence are, are, are just being their usual shit selves. Well, yeah, I was going to say, look, one, one of the things, and along with the results, though, is what I, what I found, it just tickles me a little bit. It's fucking Ole coming out after. Oh. The camera, oh. I can't remember what win. Did we win? And it was like, no, we're not in the title race. Yeah. We, go oh. we go and draw. We drop points, and he's like, we're not giving this up. It's like, I thought we weren't in it. I said, he's doing the hokey pokey. We win nine nil against Southampton. <laughs> we're not in the title race. Then we go and draw against West Brom, and we're back in. We're in. We're in. We're shaking all about. He hasn't a bleeding shoe. <laughs> All it is is until somebody obviously had a word in his ear after that and said, listen, you're going to be crucified for saying that now. You better get out next week and say otherwise. Hmm. That's exactly yeah. what it is. And he, but he just does it with that smile on his face. That, you know, <laughs> yeah. of course we're in the title race. The, the boys are in the title race. Rashi and, you know, Rashi and Greeny <laughs> and Max Ross and the rest. Like, he, oh, you know, like... It frustrates me because it's like he, he digs his own grave at times. He's, like we said it, we covered it in the episode. Just come out and say, um, listen, he doesn't have to come out and say we're in the tight race. Just say, we're fighting. We're going to mm, keep fighting. Yeah. And where we, wherever we finish, we're going to do our absolute best. You say we're in the tight race, fine, but like, don't rule us out of it. And then don't go back next week after a shit result and say we're in it. I was going to say, uh, and this is the thing is, Bring it back to reality. Bring it back to reality. Start of the season. 3-1 defeat. Christopher Palace. 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. Fucking hokey, hokey, karaoke. You fucking. Uh, yeah, look, bring it back to the start of the season. Three one loss to Crystal Palace. Had someone told you come February that you're second in the league, you take that. Um, I will say this: they're, they're what ten points ahead now. Um, if we beat them, oh, give us a second. If we, there's every chance that I would say we'll catch them. Um, if they beat us, I, I'd say we can we can we can call it a day. I totally, I'll be honest, I'd be pessimistic here with by nature, but like I, don't, I just don't see it. I just don't see the way the room they're in now. They're not going to go on a massive like collapse. You know, we're talking ten points now. So we beat them. We're down to seven points. Are they going to drop? Are they going to lose three games? I think it's very possible. I'd like to have your optimism, but I don't think we're good enough not to drop any points between now and the end of the season. That's the problem. Well, Especially see, think, not with Bleeding, Maguire and Lindelof. Two fucking scolders at the back league, you know? Well, I, I've been looking at them performing and it's funny. I think if they lose either, well, more than likely just Diaz, if they lose Diaz through injury or probably Gundogan, I, I, they're the two people I think that are keeping them together. So if they lose one of them, I, I think they have every chance of slipping up here and there. I, I mean, there is still a long way to go. As strange as things have happened, I mean, we've gone into we've gone into like January in past seasons, twelve points behind, and you know, made up ground. But I just don't know. I had a feeling. I actually said it. Not not blowing my own trumpet here, but because I don't often get predictions right. But this, I, I know a City fan in my job and just before they went on their run, we were kind of obviously on our run and we were going and I said it to him, I was like, you just have the ability, like, it's still in there that you can go and do 10 wins in a row. We don't. So, and he was like, well, I don't know, I don't know, it doesn't look like it at the moment. But, like you said, a couple of players for them have stepped up and... Like Gundogan is just absolutely dragging along, but now you've got people like Foden and staring and starting to pull up their socks. And I just don't see us having that level of consistency. We're back to consistency again. I just don't. We don't have it. Yeah, no, and that's very true. Um, I don't know. It's a, it, it, it's. I would say what they need to do and I'm looking at Liverpool as an example, if they lose, I I think that pulls them apart. It's one of those things where, I mean, if you, I mean, for example, I know it's different fish, but if you look at Liverpool's home record, it was like four, four years or something they hadn't lost a home or something ridiculous mm-hmm. like that. Then they go and lose and look at them since then. City yeah, are now in a 17, 18 game streak. If they lose, it's, it's and I think we're the team to beat them to be honest look it could happen I'm not saying it's, it's not going to I hope it does but um, 
yeah, I hope it does. Like if we play like we did tonight against like they're top, they're fifth, I think, in that league, and now they're a fair bit off the top. But they're a good football inside. Yeah. Um, they've got some decent players, and we have always got a terrible record against Spanish sides. So to go out tonight and win four 0 Now I know it wasn't in Spain, but it was still away from home. Um. Mm. We just have to get. We have to find them type of performances more often. And like you said, it comes down to the starting lineup at the beginning, and he's too often pricking around yeah. with that, and that's costing us. Then this is a look. Tonight is the example. Our starting, there, our average starting lineup in the Premier League is not working. Mm. Um, I mean, I the, there's an argument to say. Possibly in the first five minutes, Eric Bally, I think, had two bad uh, errors that could have easily led to goals. Um, thankfully, didn't. Um, and we, we pushed on from there. Yeah, he made up um, for it. He made up for it. I mean, I, I actually want to talk about that because his assist for Daniel James, that's one of the best fucking goals I've ever seen, where... <laughs> It was like it was a it was a clearance, but it was a curled clearance down the wing. Very route one stuff. Daniel James picks up the ball, yeah, runs, finishes. That's what Two, you want. Like one pass, one run, one goal. It's that simple. It's that simple. None of this, Marcus Rashford, fucking. Oh, I just took the words out of like, my mouth, and I feel like we're like beating this drum. Look, at the end of the day, he got an assist. He got an assist. I think he did. Um. And I think we are jumping all over them. It's only because when you see like Daniel James, one chance scores it. Bruno, mm-hmm. when you think, see Bruno, you're thinking he's going to score this. But Rashford, how many fucking chances? Like, tonight, now come on, that one was one of them was straight at the keeper. Open goal, pretty much it. Now look, I know he scored. But he scored when it was like two 0 We're comfortable. We're coasting. It's when it was bet you if it was nil all now. I wasn't going in. I was going to say, let me. I, I I will say this: a broken clock is right twice a day. You give him enough chances, he will score. But it's in the games where you only get one chance. Yeah. Um, the likes of Cavani take it. The likes of mate, like I mean, I I will say this loosely: Greenwood even takes it. I know he's been off the boil, but kind of a little bit off the boil, but, but yeah. I would still say he he's he's the one to take the one chance. And um, we've got Martial won't take it, I Martial, I think I've always said it about him. He's so unfortunate because we're, he's stuck in that thing of both him and Rashford are designed for the same position. Yeah. I agree um, with that. Yeah. And it just that's why our dynamic is all off is because we've got Cavani. Cavani is no doubt our number nine. He's a fucking he finished. He's he's doing amazingly well. Um, so now you've only one spot on the left side, and they both play in that because neither of them perform on the right. Um, because no. I mean, yeah, you have Greenwood or even possibly James or whatever. Um. I don't know. I think Martial, for all the time he's been at United now, I think maybe one season he had a he had a clear thing of your number nine, you're up front, that's it. 
Yeah. And probably his best goal scoring season as well. Well, last um, season, when you think about it, like he was number nine for most part of it. And he, I know him mm-hmm. and Rashford kind of switched, but he, that was probably his most fruitful season. And yeah, I know what you're saying. He is a bit, but the only thing is how how long do you stick with him at the moment? Like I was happy to see him dropped this evening, even though because I thought when Cavani was injured, I was like, oh, you Martial now. But mm. surprised me then to see he was dropped. And to be honest, we were better for it. Yeah, I mean, I do agree that, you know, I love him to bits, but I do agree that tonight just worked. Tonight worked. Um, it, it was a good, solid, you know, I, I don't think I've ever actually seen us play as solid as that, where defensively it was good, for most part. Um, and our attack was quick. I mean, uh, Fred, look at Fred. He played a great game. Oh, he was like an animal team. I was going on. Yeah, we a big I was going to say, his assist, I remember so many things were said about him and not being able to play a five-yard ball. Um, yeah. He's starting, he's starting to pick up a bit of confidence now and he's turning into the player we bought. Yeah, no, we just can't see. He's still in the business the last 18 months. I thought he's been brilliant. And he's not on the side. I definitely mm. think we're lacking because of it. I know you're not the biggest him and McDonnelly fan. We covered that before. But I think out of, those, out of all the players in that position, they have to take the two that you, I'd pick. Oh, Other than, I and then I see your mate, your mate coming on of Matic, which we won't <laughs> say too much about the season. I was going to say, I wanted to say uh, that it's actually funny, the performances that two of them have put in, and they've coming in Fred. I've actually really come around to them. They're, they've been that impressive. Um that's yeah, I, yeah. I won't talk about it too much, but that's a funny thing you just mentioned. I don't understand why in games that were three nil up are bringing on Matic. I don't, like. I mean, are you afraid of conceding? Because I remember, I can't remember who was against, but I remember very clearly we done that before. I think it was Leicester. We were two. We were two one up against Leicester. We brought Matic on to hold the game. They went. They went and got the equaliser because yeah, he was on. Yeah, and then we, you're we, we hadn't enough. Yeah, we hadn't enough to go forward. And um, he's a, he's a bad substitution altogether. No matter what way you look at it, because um, I mean, he, he, like I mean that Leicester game proved it. He's not good enough to hold the game. Um, he's not good enough to go forward. Like I mean. I think all season, <laughs> all season. <laughs> just so I think just always go back. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna. Say, I think he's he's the reason for our bad stuff. <laughs> Did we rename this Colin the Matic discussion? <laughs> I know. Just I I will say you know I I'm harsh on it. I mean. I think our one of our goals of the season was his assist to Greenwood, then the ball over to Bruno. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's had one or two good things, it's just not enough. Um one thing I want to say about tonight though is uh Diallo Oeo Diallo Oeo He came from Italy. I love him already. Oh, <laughs> Uh, that one little runny hand that he gave the ball away was really impressive. 
I thought he was going to get the goal actually when Dan James I thought it was going to come to him and he was going to tip it over the line but just snuck yeah. in beforehand um, mm. listen that's the match to bring him on he should have brought him on earlier and now I think the next leg I don't know whether it's next week or the week after I haven't looked at the fixtures but get him on from the week, start yeah. get him on but far nil up we're not going to throw that away put him on from the start the commentator said that today. The commentator said that today. There's if you if there's ever a game to give him a proper, give him a, give him an hour. Yeah, it, it's that game. Uh, we know, won't. We'll probably bleed and see Matic. <laughs> Matic and Donny Van der Beek and fucking yeah. I love how he gets the full name treatment every time. Donny Van der Beek. Um, fucking Maguire to be in midfield. Fucking. Oh, I know, yeah, be, yeah, be Maguire Lindelof, it'd be the gay, it'd be bleeding, <laughs> Lucha, Fanzebi, fucking, I mean, I Fashia, Lugfront, <laughs> fucking Van der Beek, all the people that are not in form and no confidence been playing. Bring back Lingard. <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah, talk about a fucking fella that just delighted me away. Fucking Messi. For <laughs> sake. <laughs> He was what he was messy already when he played for us already the last couple of years. I was saying he wasn't laying on Messi, he was just fucking messy. <laughs> um, in, in, in a very loose sense, because I doubt it'll happen. But it's alone. Should he come back with a bit of form? Because I mean, if you just think about it. Well, no, see, I don't know. I don't know where he's sitting. I don't know. He's he's such a talented player, but yeah, I, I think he's just better away. No, get it, get away. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, look, Lingard, you know, yeah, you're probably right. Better off away. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's, look, draw a line to that. Let him go off and do what he's doing by time. I don't really give a shit. Enough to concentrate on ourselves. But like just going back to the game, it's like maybe me, I would be like throwing Diallo against Newcastle, but that's probably a bit risky. But I'm just thinking like their sides, they're on the free falls. They're not. They're picking up a couple of results the last couple of weeks, but they're shy. We should be going out now and just attacking these like mad. I'd like well, to just, just play confident players. I'm thinking he'll come out and just run at them. I was going to say, we should be doing that anyway. We should be, yeah. I mean, Christ almighty, the attacking talent we have is ridiculous. I mean, yeah. Confident players, but players with a point to prove. Start yeah. Daniel James again. Start, yeah. you know, just go for it. Like. I'd go fucking bananas there. I'd be like, is Cavani injured for multiple weeks or what story there? Oh, I'm not sure. I think he was... What I read, or what I think I read, I should really pay more attention. <laughs> what I think I read was that he was in injury doubt for tonight. They were just oh, being right. cautious. Well, I have Cavani. Um, I'd have Cavani up front. I'd have Dan James. I'd have fucking Diallo. <laughs> <laughs> I'd I'd let I'd actually genuinely drop Rashford. Because I just I think he's played every single game as well. Like he just seems to be always involved. Like, drop him, just give him a break. Break that grow. Let's just let's just fucking switch it up now. At this point, we want to lose. 
Well, I was going to say, I'd actually fully agree with you there, yeah. Drop Rashford. Um, that's, that, I mean, there's a good front tree. Cavani. Now, listen, maybe yeah. that's not the tree against Newcastle. Maybe I'm going a bit mental there now, to be honest. But that's definitely a tree that I'd play in the next leg against Sociedad. Try something different. Ah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just try something different. He's always going with this. I now understand he wants to get a settled team and all that. But then he's a little bit too settled at times. And like Maguire Lindelof's another example. Like, you know, he's always going with his Martial, his Rashford, his Golden Boys. Well, the Golden Boys this year are fair enough. Rashford has had a lot of gold involvements, but he's had a lot of fucking misses as well. He should probably have double too what many. he has. Yeah, too many misses. Yeah. And Martial's the uh, same. For that Sausage game, for that Sausage that game, I'm not even joking about it. <laughs> for that saucy game, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd throw on the bangers on mass. Um, <laughs> a bit of gravy. A bit of gravy up front. <laughs> bit of fucking Yorkshire dumplings or Yorkshire puddings, whatever they are. <laughs> I'm getting a bit of fucking hungry. Uh, yeah, no, what I do for that game is I'd have... I'd actually probably start Greenwood up front. He needs a call or two. Um, and then either side, yeah, I'd have James and Diallo. Just fast, young, get at them. Um, and then behind them, sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Matt in, in there. Um, Donny van der Beek, you know, full <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just sum up. Overall, very impressive <laughs> performance. We did come in. There's not really much point in fault. We have kind of mentioned for the goals, but the, look, the, I think the Bruno goal, the first one, was very smart just to kind of let the, I don't know what the three lads yeah. were at, but they're all just diving into each other. He took a step back, <laughs> slotted the ball in, just really smart play. But that's that's what you just come to expect from him now. And mm-hmm. um, you've you've mentioned the other goal he scored. I mean, a lot of kind of just nice goals to me. Free-flowing, nice passes, slick. Yeah. I was going to say, look, I mean, Fernandez's two goals, I think, need to be show, shows a different class. I mean, like you just said, you know, very smart. Left it alone, let the players fucking take each other out, tap it in. Um, his second goal, I, 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 was, I was convinced that was offside. Great timing, of, you know. Yeah, great. The VAR made it look offside too. I thought. That's what I thought, but I don't know. I don't know how he came to the decision it was on. But look, I mean, he steps over it. James gets it, and then he's kicking it from behind, and he's just caressed mm. it, like you, you know. Yeah, he just caressing the butt cheek into. Yeah, he's caressing the ass, fucking straight into the bottom corner, <laughs> getting the tingle going. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, two two great goals. Um and then yeah, like you said, Rashford got his goal eventually. Um yeah. Yeah. Good, good solid performance. So very, very like I know where you're coming from when you said earlier about being frustrated, but good solid but you know, that's 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 our momentum now. Keep that going. Yeah, see that's the thing. I think a few weeks ago, Southampton the great result that it was, it was a bit of a freak. And I think it made me mm, think, like, I even right myself, I was like, Jason, we'll have to get my kind of kinks out my back. And then we went, and, you know, 
stood what we did. But tonight was a much like better all round performance. Okay, it's no nine nil, but it was definitely I think it was better performance against a better team away yeah, from home can, yeah. in Europe. I know it's in the bleeding Emmerdale Cup, but it's still, <laughs> you know, Red I think look. more impressive. I was going to say, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, if I, uh, I'd have to double check if I'm right. I mean, so I said I'd be top of the league at one point. Yeah, um, you're already on, yeah. Yeah, so they're not, by no means, a pushover. So to go and stick far, far past them. Um, but if you look at the other teams in this in this competition, I don't know. It's a, it's a strong one. A strong competition. A lot of big, big, big teams went yeah, out yeah. and like it's just listen that's not going to be easy to win and I, I wouldn't no, even be worried about it to be honest with you not that like just, I hope we do go far in it but just go out mm. play it he obviously taking it seriously because he put out a good side tonight it's not like he's you know he's yeah. not doing a, a Mourinho and he's just dumping out any old bleeding side um, yeah. he seems to be taking every competition seriously and just see what happens I mean he needs a trophy and if at the end of the yeah, season it is fun. Europa, I know I've said before there, look, the number the cup is not great, but it's better than <laughs> nothing, you know. I think look, the year Mourinho won it, we we all celebrated. You yeah, know, I mean, we needed it. Hmm. What's kind of funny is I always just I always thought when it was called the UEFA Cup, it was kind of well renowned. <laughs> For some reason, now in the last like since they renamed it and rejigged the format. And, it's kind of looked upon now as like it's even more Mickey Mouse. But listen, it's not Mickey Mouse when you're winning it. I was gonna say I don't understand why that perception exists. I mean Arsenal, uh I I think Inter, um I'm not not the biggest team in the world, but Rangers, they're on they're on real form at the minute. Um there's a lot of teams in it. I mean, even Sociedad tonight, like, there's a lot of teams in it that on any given day would trouble the likes of, uh, you know, Barcelona or whoever, whatever oh, league they're yeah. from. So, I mean, to, to go and say that, you know, it's a second tier, it's... I do... Listen, I don't think there's that much of a I step up to that in the Champions League not, anymore. No, there's not. Like, I mean, the show, PSG beating Barca for We beat PSG. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I mean, like, they're Champions League teams that drop out because of maybe one or two unfortunate performances. They're Champions League quality teams. Yeah. Um, it's just the way it happens. I mean, look at us. We were we were top of the group. We just fumbled. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. Inter, are the, Inter are the same, and um, yeah, there's a couple of teams. So, uh, I, I, there has been one or two seasons where I haven't cared about it. I actually want it this time. Listen, um, I'll take anything. A league, I take, or even in League Cup, can't even remember. <laughs> I've lost, I've lost track altogether with this season. It's just like one blur because I don't know about you, but it seems like this match is bouncing on very quickly too every week quicker than yeah, even though yeah. they're probably not any quicker it just seems like 
this was an ambush of games over a short space of time. Um, I've lost track altogether. I didn't even know what round yeah, this like- was for this year over. I'm like, not getting out at this point. I'm, I'm lost altogether. But yes. I was going to say, I, I will say that I actually don't ever pay attention until I hear quarter final. Um, Probably the best way to do it. You don't focus on it that way. No, I mean, when you just when you hear it in your quarters, right, you can track it from yeah. there because there's only three Especially, stages. <laughs> yeah, this fucking you're open, there's that many rounds. Like, ah, this could be the round of 80 fucking seven. I don't I, know. Um, <laughs> I'm expecting this to go into another group stage after this. That's yeah, this is this is a group A, group B, then you have group one and two and three. Um, <laughs> group, group, group one, one direction. Yeah, group fucking take right at this round um, look yeah so many do like you just go on and on and on it doesn't end it doesn't like even when you think you've won it there ain't <laughs> yeah, not one group no you've another team to play actually <laughs> yeah. oh jeez I don't know um, this is it you know it, it, <laughs> I would uh, on, on actually on that note I hope we don't go too far because we'll be fucking running out of steam <laughs> oh stop fucking 80 games this season fucking Harry Maguire's head will yeah, fucking no. be playing that many games his head will be swollen swollen bigger than it already is <laughs> yeah the top lip will stretch even further you know um... <laughs> I think I'm, 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 ah, look, on this note you know, I think uh yeah, I think to sum up, we want to win the Europa League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do, we do. It'd be a nice one to have because I did that. That that squad we have needs a trophy. Absolutely, yeah. Right, anyway, folks, another episode on the bike. Um, I think you you wanted to give a bit of a thanks there, didn't you? Just for, to one lucky one lucky <laughs> listener. I do, um, and it's, it's actually a bit of an honourable mention for me to even say this, but. Uh, Mr. Owen Colgan, you know, um, probably the star of the Hardy Books show that was aired on RTE. He has been in touch. He has followed us, and to have the the caliber of person like him, you know, following us now is it's tremendous. So a big shout out to him and thank you. Yeah, cheers, Paul. Thanks for that. We appreciate the support, and we appreciate all their support. And uh, check us out on Instagram. We're always posting away and listen to us next week. Yeah, cheers, folks. Take care. Good.